Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. Marriage is like symbolic of the covenant God gave me and you. You ever hear this terminology? He is the head, you are the body. Go slow, you ready for this one? You are the bride, he's the groom. Talking about we the bride, bride of Christ. What's that mean? Terminology, covenant language. Does that make sense? Why are they talking about me? Like, that was weird, man. The first time I heard that. You know what I'm saying, Pete? They tell you, you the bride. I say, no bride. Weird. You know what I'm saying? When you first hear that, doesn't that sound weird to a dude? You the bride of Christ. I don't want to be the bride of Christ. I want to be the man of Christ. Come on. You know what I'm saying? You know, I didn't understand it. It's covenant terminology. We are his body in the earth. He's the, come on, you see it? It's relationship. He's saying, you are one with me. So let's just read the word of God. We're going to start making sense of this whole thing. But a covenant made by blood is a legal binding contract. You can't disannul. That means you can't bury it. This ain't like some get in and out contract. This is a contract for life. God's lifelong committed and it's sealed in the blood. Amen? And if it's sealed in the blood, God is what? He is bound by his word to perform what he has spoken. Is that all right? So this contract's real, this contract's legit, this contract ain't going nowhere. If God said it, he can't back out of his deal. This ain't some kind of shenanigans you could pull off with a hotshot lawyer. Come on. It's the kind of deal, once you in, you in. We got stuff. I remember I told the guys in the morning. I, be, I, went, I started business like 91 we were in business. Man, we ain't got a contract for 27 years, 28 years. I ain't got one contract. I don't even know what to think. You got contracts? I said I got a handshake. Your word ain't no good, you ain't no good. You can't do business like that no more. Man, I'm talking about float money and stuff would happen. They're like, don't worry, I'm good. You know what I mean? They can't think like that no more. A bunch of people don't care about nothing. They, oh, get in and get out. No, you better have, and let me tell you, church, you better have, you got to have integrity. Oh, here it gets quiet. Your word should mean something. If it don't mean something, don't say it. If you ain't going to do it, don't talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm serious. Don't say it if you can't do it. And don't be those people that say a bunch of talk and then don't back it up. Don't say it. Let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. You know what I'm saying? Ain't that good? You know what I'm saying? And other people ain't going to live like this. But who cares? You be, the, you be above reproach. You be the standard. Amen? The Christian should be the best person on the job. You should show up early and stay late. You hear me? You should. They should be like, well, I, I told James. Did I not tell James? I gave James four things to do. Get a promotion. He was going to meet the owner of the company. I said, do these four things. This guy will never forget you. Walk in there and tell him, you got to be a problem solver. Once you become a problem solver, your pay period goes up. Because here's the thing. You can't just do what they pay you for. That makes you average. Once you do more of what they pay you for, you get noticed. I put in 40 hours. No, 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 that ain't what I'm talking about. That don't get you noticed. Put in 50 hours, they'll start seeing you. And problem solvers get paid. They get paid, man. You only get paid for the problems you can solve. Somebody's like, my pay stinks. That's because you only solve certain level problems. You want to get up your income? You start problem solving at a higher level. Next thing you know, money will start finding you. You understand that? That's how you do it. Okay, so we're going to get in the word. But you see that? You see that? Show up early. Stay late. You understand? Know Don't be one of those people who can't see it from my house. No, 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 no. You be integritous. You understand know what I'm saying? The job stinks. No, duh. But guess what? You serve like you serve in the Lord. Or the Lord will repay you. He'll open up new doors, better doors. 
You know what I'm saying? And if they don't recognize you, guess what? Somebody else will. And when they recognize you, guess what? Favor pop open, and now you're in the middle of this thing. Whoa, how did I get here? How did I get here? How did they find me? How did this happen? I don't know. God will do it. Amen? That's neither here nor there. But you just keep serving like you're serving unto the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Serve like you're serving unto the Lord. Here we go. Ready? We're going to get covenant. It says, remember that you were being in time past Gentiles in the flesh. Now, I'm going to go slow because I want you to get this. And I'm really glad you're here. We're going to teach this thing to you, all right? So you can understand your position in covenant, okay? Because you've got to understand your covenant position. It's important. Because here's the thing. Until you have understanding of a subject, you don't really have faith to receive it, even though it's yours. Does that make sense? So it's kind of like this. Even though it's yours, until you get faith for what you hear, you don't really access which you have been given, all right? So it's kind of like this. The whole book is for you, but you really don't get any of it until you hear it and accept what you hear. You can't practice it because you don't understand it. That book says a lot of stuff, but I only have faith for what I hear and accept, even though it's mine, until I speak it, till I believe it and speak it, I really don't become one with it. Does that make sense? So the books, what I'm trying to say, from Genesis to Revelation, you get it all. But what do I get faith for? I get faith for what I hear and believe and receive. So we're in this window of covenant understanding. So when I tell you, you take your faith and mix it with my word, and now you become owner of what you heard. Did you get that? But I thought I, thought I, no, see, here's the thing. You have a right to ownership, but you only have understanding of revelation. You have a right to ownership, but the only thing you really have accepted is what you have revelation of. If I come in here and go, hey, how many of you are going to heaven? Everybody say, yeah. How many of you doing this? There's stuff you got a revelation of. The stuff you don't have a revelation of, you go, yeah, I believe it, but I don't know why. If I went in here and said, everybody in this room, who does not think they have a covenant with God? Raise your hand. Everybody in here knows they got a covenant of God. What does that mean? That's why we're going to have a Bible study on a Sunday morning. That's why I'm going to teach the Word of God. See it? We, got, we see here, how can you enforce what you don't understand? You can't. I go in my car, right? I got a key fob. I don't even know how this thing starts now. It's got a key thing. You press a button. I don't know how that works. I drive it. I have no knowledge of it. Got a computer. I plug it in. Boop, 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 go. I don't know nothing about the thing. You understand what I'm saying? There's some things you just autopilot. This stuff you can't autopilot. I know because God, no, you got to know why you know what you believe. Because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So when I'm sharing this today, just trust what I'm telling you about you and absorb it and believe it, and that's when you can be part of it, okay? So it's for you. Now, don't, don't take yourself out of this just because you don't say, I don't understand it. Just trust me. Here we go. You ready? You a covenant-keeping person, amen? Life-changing. Wherefore, remember that you being in time past Gentiles outside the covenant with God in the flesh who are called uncircumcision. That's why circumcision in a male is what? The cutting away of the flesh, but also the shedding of the blood. Any covenant of God has to have bloodshed. Otherwise, it's not really fulfilled. Remember when Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden and they covered themselves with fig leaves? They said, man, we naked and we afraid. And God said, who told you you naked, boy? He said, uh-oh, obviously sin now has become conscious in him. And what did God do? God killed animals and took the skin of an animal and put it upon them. 
Because he understood that now we have to have the shedding of blood for the remission of your sin. In the Old Testament, sin was atoned. Atoned is like painting a wall. You cover it, but it's still underneath. You're, you're, how many got one of them, you know, you got like 42 colors on that wall. You know what I mean? Come on, everybody got a room like that. Your wife comes home, DIY, next thing you got a pink wall. We had a, Lauren got a pink wall, then pink turned white, and it turned this, and then Gigi want a pink wall. It's like, it's like Groundhog Day. I keep doing the same day over and over, right? Pink wall, white wall, blue wall, red wall, ring, 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 until they all grow up and go. And then, they, then she'll want to change it to, I don't know, chartreuse, whatever, right? So I'm painting, and I'm just layering. I'm what? I'm covering. So everybody say this, atonement covered sin for a period of time. See it? That's why the high priest had to go into the Holy of Holies every year and make sacrifice for the people's sin. Okay? So stay on this. This is really important. So guess what? He said the bulls and goats do what? Cover sin. But Jesus annihilated sin. You understand that? Jesus annihilated sin. You understand it? You better pay attention. I'm telling you because you, you, I know what I believe. Well, you're going to get it to manifest by paying attention. Because if you don't know nothing, you can't get it. Say, I believe it. You only believe as far as you know. And if you don't know, you don't believe. That's the thing. Brother Hagin said that one time. I said, man, Brother Hagin, what you say? He's sitting there saying, I'm laying on the deathbed of sickness. I'm dying. And they said, dear Lord Jesus. And I said, what did he say? He said, he said, the Holy Spirit said to him, he said, you only believe as far as you know. He's lying there dying. He said, I read my grandma's Methodist Bible from cover to cover. Stood up all night long. Prayed hours and hours. He said, I prayed hours and hours and hours. And I stay up all night long praying to be healed. I'm dying. He said he pricked his finger. The doctor pricked his finger. He said it was, he looked like orange. He said, Doc, what's wrong with my blood? It ain't supposed to be red. He said, you got an incurable heart disease, kid. He said, you're going to die. The preacher came to the house and said, kick back and just go, boy. Ain't that a lot of hope? Dumb preacher come in there and say, well, you just kick back. When the dips, grips of death get on you, just kick back and go with it. He ain't got no hope for this kid. He said, I sat there, and he said, he said, I started reading Mark 11, 23 and 24. It lit up, lit up, it lit up, he said. He said, I got an incurable heart disease. They're pricking my finger. I got orange blood coming out of me. It ain't even red. He said, kid, if, you, if your incurable heart didn't get you, the other stuff, you're a dead man. Laid in the bed. He said, Jesus, I don't see this in the Bible. Kept reading Mark 11, 23 and 24. Who's saying it in the mouth? Be thou and be thou. He said, dear Jesus, he said, dear Jesus. He said this out. I said, dear Jesus, in all due respect, if you came down here to the earth and said to me, I don't believe, I'd call you a liar. I do believe. He said, real quiet on the inside. He said, yeah, you believe, but you only believe as far as you know. And he said, that's when I knew I didn't know enough. You better get this, and you better pay attention. You got to. You got to. You got to. Listen to me. Don't get all, listen to me. You got to understand what I'm telling you. You understand me? You got to understand this. You only believe as far as you know. You got to know. So this is why when we're here, you got to come in here like you fighting to get something. You know, stand in here and say, I got I to hear what he's saying about me. I got to hear what I'm saying about me. And when you see it, believe it. I don't believe as far as I know. I know covenant. You think I know covenant like I know covenant now? From last week to this week, I know more about covenant than I did all my life. Next week to that week, I'm going to know more about it. So we in here, lock and load. Grab it all. Write these notes down. Ready? So you see it? Wherefore, uh, what, wherefore remember that you being in time past Gentiles outside of covenant, 
in the flesh who are called the uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands. He's talking about the natural circumcision. So he talks about natural circumcision, about a spiritual circumcision, which takes place at the heart. I'm talking covenant. Everybody just get it. I got to go through some terminology before we get there. Okay, here we go. That at the time when you were without Christ, being an alien, now he's talking about us. We were Gentiles. Now we Jews. You say, I'm a Jew? Look at your neighbor and say, you were Jew. You were an original Jew. And if you're Jewish, I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to help you. Say, I thought I was Italian. Now I'm Jewish, bro. Born in the Holy Land. You Jewish too. You, you more Jew than a Jew, Jewish person that grew up in Tel Aviv walking the streets. Spiritual Jew. You understand me? Yeah, thank the Lord. We grafted in. That's his idea. Put me in the family. Come on. Shabbat shalom. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's all have some matzah and some good chicken soup. Praise the Lord. Hey, I'm down. God knows we brought the Italians so we can have good food. Praise God. All right, leave it alone. That at that time, I might be biased, but you know that's true. All right, that at that time, you were without Christ, Gentile, I'm outside. We ain't got no covenant with God. We Gentiles outside of the family of God. We got no way in. We're separated because of Adam's goofiness. Now we're outside the family of God. We got no way in. And here's what he said. You were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel. You can't get in because you're a Gentile. You're an alien. You got no hope. You're in trouble. Keep reading. Watch this. Strangers from the covenants of promise. Underline that. You're a stranger from the covenant of promise. You and me were strangers. We couldn't get in on these promises. Lost people can't get in on these promises. They can't. They can't. You and me were outside, and now we got inside, but until you know how you got inside, you probably ain't going to put a demand on what you got. You see it? Do you see it? Strangers from the covenants of promise, watch this, having no hope and without God in the world. Did you pull it in? Having no hope and what? And without God in the world. Better get me. Young people, you better pay attention. You're doing good, but pay, pay attention. Change you 30 years of heartache understanding this. I got a covenant with God. I just put a demand on it. Let me tell you something right here now. God don't undo what he did. And the only way you can undo what he did is walk away from it. But once you put a demand on it, he'll do and back up. Oh, the hell will get out the way. Because, see, here's the thing. Okay? Now, some of you understand what I'm saying about this. When you, like, you know what we got? We got, like, the mafia and the gang. That's a covenant. If you're in Africa, Kennedy can help me. If you're in Africa or in, 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 in a tribal environment, Asia, the Middle East, like, like more like this, not even the Middle East, but more of Asia's like this, a covenant agreement means the lesser makes a covenant with the greater. You get me? And when you make a covenant with the greater, it's like if you belong to a gang, right? You'll say, we're like a gang, relevant church, we're a gang. Okay? So it's like if you fight one of us, you got to fight all of us. I, I was telling them in the morning, you know, I told them in the morning, I had somebody come in the office, and they were like, Pastor Chris, blah, blah, blah. If somebody was talking, I said, no, 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 I said, be, be quiet. I said, I validate you. Nobody validates you but me. I said, you tell them to call me. So what you mean, call you? I said, no, 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 you understand it? I validate you. You don't validate you. I validate you. So because I validated you, I basically take an ownership of you in not a weird way. You know what I'm saying? You mine. So if you act like a clown out there, I'll straighten you up. But if somebody want to come straighten you up, 
They better come see me first. Because we relevant church. That's how we roll. If Jeff, if Jeff jacks it up, okay, if he does, and they got a problem, you got a problem, then don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. I'll correct him. You got a problem, you come see me. I told someone, I said, tell him call the pastor. They looked at me like, is this dude for real? You better believe him for real. I validate him. I, I claim these dudes. They got a problem, I'll tune them up. You don't tune them up. You don't get the right to tune them up. I'll tune them up. That's why covenant's important. But all you rogue soldiers want to be rogue, stay on your rogue self. Protect yourself. Defend yourself. Pray for yourself. Because you're going to have to do it that way by yourself. But some of you, you with me. I got your back. That's why I don't just attend church. I'm a member. I'm a blood-bought, sworn-in member. Boom. Relevant. Let's go. Come on, you understand? Know I ain't playing, man. This is how it works. That's like they said, oh, where, where do you think they got that terminology from? Covenant. Blood in, blood out. You come in with the shedding of blood. You go out in a bag. That sounds harsh, cruel, world life. Let me tell you, that's covenant agreement. You understand what I'm saying? They got that stuff out. The, the mafia got this stuff out the Bible. Gangs got this stuff out the Bible. That's, what do you think? Some of you belong to a gang. You know what you said. Look, don't, you ain't got to testify to nobody. Ain't nobody going to tell nobody where you were. Come on, somebody. Amen. amen. Every day, remember this. The good thing about the blood, it's all under the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Woo. You understand? Know but that's covenant terminology. You see it? You got enemies? What happened if we were a gang? You pick on him, you pick on all of us. What happens when you're the lesser? Man, when you, when you up, now the greater is for the lesser. You see it? We came in covenant with God. What? You came in covenant with God. How'd you do that? By faith. And when I came in covenant with God, he became my protector. You got a problem with me? Take it up with God. Next time the devil shows up and say, go, why don't you go see God, dipstick? I'm telling you, you'll start understanding more when you hear this. This is what it was about. The lesser Remember when Abraham, remember we were talking about Abraham? Abraham showed up seeing Melchizedek. He knew Melchizedek was greater. Melchizedek showed up with bread and wine. He said, that's covenant terminology. That's why when we, watch, I said in the morning, you will never take communion again like you've taken it before. Because communion is all covenant terminology. This is my blood of my New Testament. It's covenant terminology. This is the bread which I When Abraham heard Melchizedek said, here's bread and wine, Abraham knew. This joker wants to cut a covenant with me. That's why he brought him a gift. Because he said, you're greater than me, so I, the lesser brings the gift to the greater. And Melchizedek said, what? Now the blessing comes on your life. Abraham sealed the deal to the priesthood. Oh, you better get it, okay? So don't go, to, don't go too far because we get too far out. Give me about 15 minutes. I'll let you go. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes what? What? Read it, read it, read it. I know. This is not a proclaiming month. This is a teaching month. Is that okay? Are you with me? Don't get distracted. Stay with me. This is not a proclaiming month. This is a teaching month. Is that okay? So you got to read with me. Read with me. Stay with me. Don't be like playing like Twitter on your phone or whatever that is. Right? But now in Christ Jesus, you who are what? Sometimes afar off or what? Made nigh by the blood of Christ. That blood got me back. The blood bought me back. The blood bought you back. You reading it? The blood got you back. So now uh, go back to verse 12. Just rip it up. Let's rip it up. Go to 12. Just pull it in. We were strangers from the covenant of promise. We had no covenant. 
How did I get in? The blood. The blood got me in. Whose blood? Jesus' blood. Where did he shed his blood? On the cross. For who? For you. You seeing it now? Watch it. We're going to get it. We're going to unfold the whole thing, right? I'm going to give you the whole plan of redemption in 14 minutes. Ready? And strangers from the covenant's promise. We didn't have no covenant promises because we were outside. Because we were born in Adam and we were born in sin. Somebody had to come and take the sin off of us so we could get back in the blessing. That was Jesus, remember? Remember Galatians 3.13? Curses everyone that hangeth on a tree. Write it down, Galatians 3.13, right? Curses everyone that hangeth on a tree. So that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentile through Jesus Christ by faith. You with it? Okay. So that's what we had to get. We had to get a way to get in a new bloodline. First Adam got us in sin. Second Adam's got us in the blessing. That's Jesus. Here it's all coming together. Now you seen it? Watch, strangers from the covenants of promise, because there's more, there's more promises in it. Remember he said in Galatians chapter 3, and promises unto the seed, not as in the many, but the one seed. He said, you get one Christ, you get all the promises. Remember in Hebrews he said it's circumcision of the heart. Remember that? He said your heart got circumcised. By what? Receiving Jesus Christ. You didn't get circumcised. All the girls are like, how come we get left out? Don't worry, honey, you got circumcised too. You didn't have all the parts for natural circumcision. You got circumcised of the heart. Give me an amen. You get it? By, and I, hey, praise God. You want to know what? It, it, it's not painful. It's by faith. Because all the dudes are freaking out like, hey. That's funny. You should laugh. And strangers, and strangers from the covenants of promises having no hope without God in the world. How are you going to have no hope? Now, listen to me. This is why you take it easy on lost people. They ain't got no hope, bro. That's why they all high. Shot out, drunk, stupid, after stupid, stupid is as stupid does. Lost people act so stupid. They ain't got no hope. They got no hope. Like, why are you so, you ever get around lost people? Like, they weird you out. Like, what the heck is wrong with you? They got no hope. You ain't got no hope. You become desperate. And when you're desperate, you know, you, got, you do stupid stuff when you're desperate. You ever been desperate? You do some stupid stuff when you're desperate. They got no hope, man. They're going nuts. Hey, let me ask you a question. You guys got God and life's hard enough. Can you imagine trying to do life without God? Remember when you were lost? I don't even want to go back. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what the heck's going on? Now I'm in Christ, right? So keep going. Without God. But now in Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes afar off were made nigh by the blood of Christ. Remember I told you, your new smell Christianity does not wear off. Because I know what happened with some of you. You got born again and you got, went acting like a heathen. And now you're like, oh, how, how, I was the blood. You don't want to hear me today. Y'all go on and go watch a game. Do you hear what I said? Look at me. I could save you right here if you get me. Here's the problem with the church. Okay? You got born again in like, I got born again in 94. Yeah, 94. You know how many stupid things I've done since 94 to now? They weren't willful sin, but you know how many times I missed it? I don't feel like a new Christian after like 24 years of this or whatever. Do you? My new smell Christianity kind of rubbed off. So when I hear you're a new creature in Christ, they go, yeah, I, got, I was new, but now I'm kind of jacked up a little bit. I kind of been a little rebellious. How about you? I didn't follow direct commands. How about you? There's some mistakes I made. God said no. I said maybe, and I got myself in it. Oh, yeah, I'm, no, I'll talk about myself. We'll leave yourself out of this. You with me? And I don't feel so new. And that's when the Lord told me, he said, hey, I got news for you. Uh, when you. When you walk in, I'm washing. 
Why don't you say, God, he said, you ain't never really been to tomorrow because every time tomorrow shows up, it's today, and you can't go back, and all you live in now, and I'm now because I'm that faith, so I just wash you now, and since we never really need to leave now, did anybody ever see tomorrow? Because I ain't never seen tomorrow. Because the minute I showed up in tomorrow, it was today, and I can't really do nothing for five minutes from now because I'm not in control of that, so basically I'm just living in the now. And so are you. And he said, by the way, my faith is now, because that's where I live. So if I'm washing you right now, you never really leave now. So every time you walk, I wash. And every time you walk, I wash. And every time you walk, see, because you think I work in time, but I just live in now, because God is now, because faith is now. And if it ain't now, it ain't faith. And if it ain't now, then it can't be God, because God is faith and love. So we understand that it's got to be now. So if God's washing me right now, and I never leave now, then I guess I'm eternally sanctified forever. Yes, that's what he was trying to tell you, and you've been made nigh by my blood. Because once I sanctify you once and for all, you've been cleansed forever. God never leaves now. But you know what I told him? And I told him it's like this. It's like a marriage, okay? How many of you have, have a covenant, but you've jacked up the fellowship? How many of you slept on the couch? Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. How many dudes got, it's a cold, cold night. Don't raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. How many of you been in the garage? Don't lie. Been in the garage. <laughs> Don't lie, man. Hey, let me ask you a question. You married people when you were sleeping on the couch? Yeah, I know. None of that happened to you. You still had a covenant. You just didn't have relationship. See, here's the thing with God, same thing. You mess up the fellowship, but nothing changes the covenant. And you change, you mess up the relationship because usually you're big mouth or something goofy. You understand what I mean by that? See, you didn't do nothing with the covenant. You messed up the fellowship. And let me tell you what sin does. It messes up your fellowship. And ain't none of you come like you're bold as a lion when you messed up the fellowship. You come like a little kitty cat to the throne of grace when you're supposed to be bold like a lion. But you ain't bold like a lion because sin now has a little grip on you, and now your consciousness is messed up to righteousness. See it? So nothing changed with the relationship of the covenant. It jacked up the fellowship. So every time you get all cute and start messing with the fellowship with God, doesn't change your covenant with God, but it sure changed your boldness with God. Because now sin's reproach is not that it separates you from God. It just removes your consciousness of you being tight with God. You get that? Sin consciousness is dangerous because it leaves you in a place of not having the faith to exceed the limitations that you're stuck in. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who were sometimes are far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. You with me? Keep going. 14. Watch this. For he is our peace who had made both one. We got made one. What happens in a marriage when you exchange vows? You take the last name of the man. Why is that? Because now legally you have become one in God's eyes. See that? So you exchange vows, blessings and cursing, Deuteronomy 28, and you did what? When you exchanged these vows, watch it. When you exchanged these vows, you became one, but then what? You changed names. You're going to see it in a minute. Keep reading Watch this. And have broken down the middle wall of partition. What did he do that? He did that on the cross. Remember he ripped the veil? He ripped the veil, and we got able to go into the Holy of Holies. Man couldn't go in there. The priest had to go in there with bells on his feet and a rope around his leg. 
That joker fall dead in there trying to go in there and make the sacrifice for the camp because the camp had sin. The priest would go in, the high priest would go in the holy holies once a year and other periodic times he'd do that. But he would go for the camp once a year and bring in a sacrifice and if he died because he didn't do it right, his bells would stop making noise and they'd drag that joker out with a rope around his feet. This was, you don't play with the presence of God. Remember, Uzzah touched the ark, died. The presence of God's serious. Now the presence of God's in you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to freak nobody out, but let's be straight. This thing ain't something to play around with. God's serious about covenant. You know what I'm saying? So watch what he's saying here. I broke down the middle, well, 14. I broke down the middle wall of partition. Watch, she'll put it up there. Go to 14, thank you. Broke down the middle wall of partition between us. We used to have a divide, but I broke it. I ripped it on that cross. Made us one. Watch 15. Here you go. Having abolished in the flesh the enmity, the what? Separation. Even the law and the commandments that were contained in the ordinances. He said, I fulfilled the law. Remember, it is finished. I fulfilled Abraham's covenant on the cross to give you freedom. Okay, here we go. Watch this, 16, watch. For to make in himself of the two one new man. We all in that body, the body of Christ. He said, out of the two, I put it together. Now there ain't no, there's just one body. You ain't outside, you ain't outside of covenant. Now you're in covenant because of what I did. Welcome to the next verse, watch. Keep going. That he might what? Reconcile. What's that mean? Put it back together. Put back together. Well, when we were together, we were together in the garden. But Adam's sin separated us from God. One man's sin, one man's disobedience let sin enter into the world. But another man, second Adam, Jesus, his obedience put us back together. That he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. So the cross annihilated the separation. You were separated from God until this happened. Watch this, 17. And came and preached peace unto you, which were far off. That's the gospel. We were far off. Somebody came and preached the gospel to you, good news. And in them that were nigh, watch this. For what? Through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Through Jesus, we got access to the Father. Keep going. Watch this, and I'm going to let you go. Now, therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with us. Saints in the household of God. Did you get that? Did you pull it in? Now, you got it, right? Now, go to Romans chapter 4. Where did I start? 13? Romans 4, 13. Just write this down. Write these down. You got to study. So, did you get that? Did that pull it in for you? Oh, I get it, man. I was an alien. I was outside. Now, I'm in the covenant of God. For the promise... Now, get this now. You got to, now give me, come on. I told you to give me like five, six minutes. I could wrap this up, but you got to give me attention. You got to pull this in. You got to believe it, okay? For the promise that he should be heir of the world. Now, let me say this to you. This was to Abraham. Abraham, you're going to be heir of the world. Was not to Abraham or to his seed. Now, you stop right there. Just leave it there. They got to see it. You're doing good. For the promise, I'm going to say the promise, to be heir of the world. Say it out loud. To be heir of the world. What's to Abraham and his seed. Now watch this. It didn't come by the law. Now you can flip it. But through the righteousness of faith. So you got to have faith in what I'm telling you. The way you receive it is through faith. You just got to believe it. I don't, don't look at your situation. Don't look at nothing. I, I got to receive what I'm hearing. Now here's the good news. Heir of the world was not just to Abraham, it was to Abraham and his seed. Okay, now keep that in your memory bank. Here we go. Ready? Go. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void because the promise is not effect. 
Now pay attention. Come on, stay with me. Pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Because the law worketh wrath, where there's no law, there's no transgression. Now go back to 13, and you got to set this in. Watch that right there. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void. So he's saying, look, say, you didn't get this because you were a good Christian. You didn't get this because you kept the law. You didn't get none of this. He said, you got it because of faith. You didn't get it because of your church attendance. You didn't get it because of your tithing record. You got it because of faith. All those things are good things, but that you can't, you can't earn nothing from God. You got to believe. And he promised made none effect. And the promise, and the promise made none effect. Okay, keep going. He said, if you're getting it by the law, you're making the promise none effect because the promises only work by faith. You better get that. I don't got no faith for what you're saying, Pastor Chris. Guess what then? You don't get it. No, you didn't hear me. I'm going to stand up here and jump to you, understand me. Look at me. I ain't mad at you. Just get me. Look at me. I don't care what that book says. You don't get none of it till you believe it. It don't work. No duh. You ain't letting it work because you got no faith for it. That's what he said. You want to work? Oh, I'm going to get it. You ain't going to get it any other way by faith. You ain't going to get it no other way by faith. You got to get it by faith. You see what I'm saying? Righteousness and faith. I believe it. Then you can have access. I know it all says, but, I, but then you don't get it. But it's mine. Yeah, no duh. That's why you got to have faith. You fight to have faith. Because I got to have it. See, I'm, like, I'm emphatic about it. Well, I don't know what's going on. I know exactly what's going on. You got to get faith for it. Even though God said you can have it, you got to believe you can have it. That's when it happens. Yeah. It don't happen because you do anything else. There ain't no other way to get it. Got to have faith. So watch this. Promises, watch this. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise is not effect. You see right there? He's telling you right there. You can't get it unless you got faith. Okay, good. 16. Here we go. Watch this. You're going to see this now, and as it starts coming, whew, you got to get it. Okay, you can go. Right? Therefore, it is of faith. See it? You see it? Are you getting me? You guys are doing really good. There's a lot. You getting it? Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. Who's all the seed? Me and you. Remember we said we the seed of Abraham? So this promise is straight up to everybody because of Abraham's faith. Well, I don't understand that Abraham stuff. I don't really care. All I know is Abraham believed and I became an heir. And I got in through faith. Are you seeing how easy this is? All I did was believe and now I'm in. I'm in royalty. I didn't even know I was royalty. Somebody look at you like, I grew up. I don't care where you grew up. You're royalty. Got it by position. Woo! It's going to sink in. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed. What's that promise? The promise he gave Abraham. We're going to see it in a minute. Keep going. Not to that which is of the law, but to that which is also of the faith of Abraham. Mambre, okay. We do faith. You got to, how do you get that? You got it. Galatians 3.29. Don't go there. Said what? You're an heir because you're the child of Abraham. So wait a minute now, who is the father of us all? Abraham's the father of us all? Yeah, because we're the new lineage of God in the earth through Abraham's faith. Because Adam had his doomed and dead in sin. Are you getting it? See it? I'm in it. You in it. How did I get in it? I don't know. We just believed. This gospel's so good. But you're seeing it now. I'm an heir. Now, what do I want to know? You want to know what? I'm an heir. What do I get? 
Oh, you better go read Deuteronomy 28. Every promise you see, every promise you find in that book, yes and amen. Rich. Yes and amen. I don't get mad at me. Don't get mad because somebody's got more faith than you in an area you ain't got no faith for. Oh, you don't like that, but that's true, little buttercup. It's true. Say, oh, why did I get healed? I didn't get healed. Don't get mad. Who is the father of all? Watch this. Keep going. And it's written, sound like this? I have made thee, talking to Abraham, I have made thee the father of many nations before whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. That's how covenant people talk. They quicken dead things with the words of their mouth. Oh, that's goofy. I'm supposed to speak what I don't see? That's how covenant people talk. They call things that be not as though they were. Watch this. I'm going. Ready? I told you. Give me a minute. Watch this. Who against hope believed in hope? Don't even worry about it. Go to Genesis, go to Genesis 17, 1. Watch this. Okay? Now, you got to just, now, trust me, the next, the next, give me like three minutes. I got to read 17, 1 through like 6, and I'm going to leave you alone. But I need your full undivided attention because this is a revelation. This is not me just talking. Does that make sense? I'm not talking. I'm ripping darkness the Bible says the devil tries to come and blind the minds of them. I'm ripping light through your darkness right now. And if you just say, I'm, here, I'm tracking you, I'm tracking you, I'm tracking you, you're going to get everything I'm tracking. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get it because you guys are bright, smart, and got faith, and you're doing great. When Abraham was 99 years old, that sounds like what we just read in Romans, who against hope believed in hope and considered not the deadness, he didn't consider his own body nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. He's reading the same thing in Galatians, uh, in, in, in Romans chapter 4. This is it right here. This is when it originally started. This is Genesis 17. This is where God comes and makes covenant. You look at 15, he makes covenant. He makes covenant with Abraham. Watch this. When Abram, see that? Changes his name. Why? Because once we come into covenant, your position changes. Your relationship changes. It's a new beginning. You with me? Come on. Energy. Just stay with me. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared in him and said, I am El Shaddai. You know what El Shaddai is? I'm the God who's more than enough. He showed up like, I'm the God that can do anything. Never been El Shaddai in ever until there. Genesis 17.1, I am El Shaddai or El Shaddai. What's that mean? I'm the God who's more than enough. Serve me faith. Now look at this. Serve me faithfully and live a blameless life. What's he saying? Hearken unto me diligently. Deuteronomy 28, hearken unto me diligently. Hearken unto me diligently. Watch this. Two. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, Abraham. This is God talking to Abraham. God came to him and said, I'll make my covenant between me and Abraham and will multiply thee exceedingly, period. You see it? Now pay attention. Come on, pay attention. You're doing so good. You guys are the best. You guys are the best. You, way, you did way better than nine. All right. I will make my covenant between me. This is God Almighty. Me, God, you, Abraham, we got a deal for life. God don't play with this stuff. How, what happens if you, you lie? You die. Remember Abraham? He said, Abraham, you can't even do this. I'm going to make a covenant of me and God, and that's the end of it. This thing's perfect. You can't screw it up. Remember said, no man can disannul, you can't add or two. Hebrews, we'll read that next week. Okay? This is a lot. Watch this. Three, get this. Abraham fell on his face. He knew what God was talking about. He understood covenant. These guys understood covenant. They didn't understand God, but they understood covenant. Does that make sense? They were making covenants all the while. They were doing it all the while. It's the way they did life. Watch. And God talked with him, and he fell down on his face. 
Come on, says, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee. See this? God tells him. And now shall be a father of many nations. Sound like what he talked about all the way through, right? 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 Say, so and, and for, as for me, behold, God, he's in his face, is in the dirt. God, he's making vows. He's speaking, Deuteronomy 28, blessings and cursings. There's agreement in this contract. Watch this, five. Come on. Neither shall your name, something shifted. Because you accepted the terms of the contract, you will be no more Abram. You will be Abraham, the father of many nations, because now we got agreement. That's what happens when you got over there in that thing. You were there and said, I'll take your last name, Larry, and I will change my identity forever, because now we have become one contract. That's why the whole marriage thing is all about covenant. That's why people think they're jerking around with them. Don't jerk around. God don't play with this stuff. That's why you better love your wife, love your husband, do the right thing. And if you got a ding dong, don't worry, we'll get you a new one. Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. Now watch this. Watch this. Now wait, who entered in the covenant? Abraham and who? Come on, church. Come on, you ain't leaving until you talk to me. I'll keep you another hour. Let's go. Okay. Who want, remember when you were in school, the teacher said, answer back, we get out early? Yeah. I'm the teacher, you in school. Answer back, we get out early. Okay. A, who made the deal? God, God and who? Abraham. Abraham and who? God. Who made the deal? God. We're me and you in this thing. We in Abraham's loins. Yeah. We the seed in them yet. You better get this. Where were we when this deal went down? We were in the loins. Of, he says it in the Bible. We were in his what? The loins of Abraham. He's the father of the whole nation. You were seed inside waiting to be released. Woo! We weren't there. Watch it. And I will make thee. Sound like Deuteronomy 28. Exceeding fruitful. And I will make nations of thee. Hello to the United Nations. Here we are. Got every color, every gender. Come on, somebody. There's only two. Right? I got every. Come on. You know what I'm saying? He got everything laid out. Every creed, tribe, nation, and tongue. Here we are. All come out of Abraham. That's why the Tower of Babel makes sense now. How can we all come from one dude? We all talk different languages. God confounded the language because they were all going to build a bridge. Making sense now, ain't it? You getting it? Watch this. You with me? And kings shall come out of thee. You the king of kings. Watch this. Watch seven. And I, who's I? Yes. Will what? Between who? Me and who? Who's me? Who's me? God in. Whoa, whoa, stop, 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 wait. So go slow. You're right, you're right, you're right. Come on, just work a little bit with me. We're going home. And I is, will do what? Between who? Stop, stop, stop. Read it. Who's me? God in who? Who? 
Abraham, what are you guys doing? Pay attention. Do this again. Lights on. Let's go. Go to bed early on Saturday for crying out loud. Come on. And I is who? What will God do? With who? Abraham. And who? God and Abraham. You see it? Now you get me messed up. Oh, Jesus. Watch. Stop. And I. Let me say it like this. And I, God, will establish my covenant between God and Abraham and Abraham's kids, who are you. Now go back. Now that you got the, you got, I just gave you the answer to the test. So if you fail this test, I'm going to smack you, all right? Because I love you. Like light, because you're good looking. Right? And I, he looks like me, don't he? And I, I, God, will establish my covenant between God and, and now, and the seed after thee. Well, who's the seed after him? So we got in covenant agreement when Abraham showed up and talked with God. I'm going to throw a chair. You mean God and Abraham got a deal done, and Abraham said, if you make a deal with me, you got to make a deal with my kids. God said, no problem. I understand covenant. Abraham's rich, blessed, father of many nations. He's an army. God talked things over with Abraham before he did it. Abraham got God to change his mind. What? After thee in the gener in their generations for in everlasting covenant to be God unto thee and to be God unto your seed after you. You can play. Watch this. This is legit, man. Here's the problem. Let me let you in a secret, all right? Can we talk? Can we be straight? Most people in church don't know. Listen, not you guys. Because I know what happens when you hear this. Man, if this is straight, why ain't people doing it? They don't know. Can you stay with me? I took I shoot straight. I ain't going to play smoke and mirrors and lie to you. I told God before I took the job, I didn't know I wasn't looking for a job. I was like happy. I said, God, if I'm going to do this, I got to help people. People don't know this stuff. They don't know. You know how much more power you got for covenant right now? Like, wait a minute. No, stop the roll. Slow this roll. I ain't what you, I'm on my air. Now you know why you're in air. You knew you were in air before you were coming here, but you didn't understand it like this. Some of you did, but it's revelation. It goes deeper. Did you catch what I just said? Now go, go to Galatians 3.29. I'm letting you go. I'm going to take you there and take you back. I'm going to play ping pong. I'm going to take you Galatians 3.29. I'm going to bounce you back over here to, to, to uh, the 17.7. And we're young. But you got to believe what I say about you because I'm telling you the word knows more about you than you do. Siobhan, you got this thing. This is who you are. Man, how am I heir? I don't know. I'm just happy I'm in. When did you become an heir? The minute you believed in Christ. Because we got in through Abraham. You see it? You understand it? Watch this. And if you be. So watch this. Put your name in there. And if Chris be Christ, put your name in there. Your name ain't Chris. Come on. If I be Christ, then I am Abraham's seed and an heir according to the what promise? Now go so. Do you ever wonder what that promise was? If I'm an heir to the promise, what do I need to know? What promise you talking about, bro? 
I didn't even know there was a promise. What's the promise package of the heir of Abraham? Because I'm an heir, and I got a benefit package I don't know nothing about. Go back to Genesis 17, 7. Here's the benefit package. And I, God, will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in the generations for an everlasting covenant to be God. Now watch. Go to verse 6. Go to verse 6. Go to verse 6. And I will make exceedingly fruitful, and I'll make nations come out of you. Watch the back end of this. Watch the back end. Go. Keep going. Go. Wait there. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in the generations for an everlasting covenant. What promise? That promise right there. Because I'm an heir. I'm an heir to a promise. What's the promise? Covenant. You're with me. So here's what God said. Here's me and here's you. And you're in now by faith. Now, what do you got to do? Listen to me. You got to put faith in this thing. That's what the Bible says. I'll put faith in it. An heir of the promise. I'm an heir. Look at Galatians 3.29. Stand up on your feet. Galatians 3.29. One more time, Angela. Let them see it. You're going to get it. Galatians 3.29. Watch it. And if you be Christ, we are, then we're a, are you a believer? Here's what Christ means. How many of you are believers in here? You believer, you believer, then you are what? Christ. And then if you're a Christ, you're Abraham's, and you're an heir according to the promise of what? Promise of covenant. Look right there. Go back to Genesis 17, 7. That's it. You got it now. Lights on. Bam. Go back. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee, and I'll what? Bless you. And I will establish my, that's the promise, between me and you and your seed for all the generations to come. And it will be an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed after thee. He said, what? I'm going to be God unto you because of what Abraham did. Woo! Abraham, I come in by faith. I didn't even know what I got. I'm in the family by faith. And because I'm in faith, I got the promise of an everlasting covenant with God. You got an everlasting covenant with God? When are you going to start putting demands on it? Hey, 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 devil. Whoa, 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 whoa. You got a problem over there. I went to Relevant Church Sunday morning. I got up and went to church, and that preacher man told me I got a covenant with God. I don't know about you, but has God, has God ever lost? Has God ever lied? Has God ever had a bad day? Has God ever not had enough money? See, the lesser makes the deal with the greater. How many know we the lesser? How many know he the greater? Which mine is his, and which his it was mine. Now, here's the key. Cash in what you got. He got a better, He got the cattle on a thousand hills. Come on. You know what I'm saying? He got all the silver. He got all the gold. He got all the, he's got all the fight. You might have an army, but guess what? The army of the Lord is going to win. I'm going to give you a quick one. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to give you one. You're going to hear more about this as we go on. This is, ready for this? We're done. Remember David? Remember David? Remember David? Remember David? Oh, a little whippersnapper David. Oh, here come Goliath. Remember Goliath? The, the champion came out and come to fight the little ruddy-headed kid. You know what David said? I've been with the Paul the Bear and the Jordan Lion, and why has this uncircumcised Philistine come before me, the blessed of God? You better pay attention. What was he saying? Here's what he was saying. He said, David said like this, I'm a covenant-keeping man. 
But that big jerky Philistine, he's an uncircumcised man. He ain't covenant with my God. And you might come to me with a spear in your hand, but I come to you in the name of the Lord. He's speaking covenant. My battles are won because of covenant. It wasn't because that little kid knew what he was doing. He couldn't physically fight him. He said, I don't have to physically fight him. I just got to let the cut. He's fighting God. He ain't fighting me. Woo! He's fighting God. He ain't fighting me. He's fighting God. He ain't fighting me. They all hiding. So that's an uncircumcised Philistine coming over here. I'm a covenant man. You know what he did? He proved covenant through confession. He said, I was there with the jaw of the lion. I smote him. I was there with the paw of the bear. I smote him too. What's this big jerky on the side? He ain't going to do nothing to me. I'm a covenant man. And God took that rock and popped him right in the head. Know that? Hit him right in the head. God didn't, he didn't know how to throw that rock like that. God put that rock right there. Bang. Fell over, cut his head off. Walked out. Looky, looky here. Uncircumcised. Add a co- uncircumcised means you add a covenant. He said, I'm a covenant man. Come on, somebody. I'm a covenant card carrying member. You got the master's card. Woo! You know what I'm saying? I said, Masters. Got the Masters card. Covenant keeper. I'm a covenant keeper. Your life ain't never gonna be the same. Next time you go to a battle, I say, Can you be God? Shut up, devil. Can you be God? Don't you know who I am? See, you didn't know who you were. You're learning who you are. That's okay. We all gotta learn. I gotta learn. I'm learning every day. If you stop learning, something's wrong with you. That's why you don't go to church. That's why I go to church because I like it. It makes me feel good. You go to church to learn something. That's why you got to have a teaching. That's why you come here. You got teaching. All those people on the webcast, I love you guys. And you guys, I love you. I pray to God you come every week. Because the more you, why not crazy? The more you show up with hunger, the more draw I got. It's the truth, man. The more draw I got. When I get drawn like that, man, I know it's going to be rich in here. So during the week, just be like, God, man, get this thing. Let's get it. Let's get it. You're going to go. I'm telling you, life's going to change. You're like, I'm a covenant person. What do I got to worry about this for? You, you sweating stuff. You ain't even got to sweat. God will fight your battles. Look, here's the deal. Look, if, I, if, we were like, if, we were like, if we were like in a gang, right, if somebody picked on him, well, this is kind of funny because he's tall, all right, so and he's short, he's a little short, well, you're not short, short, but you're a little short, right, compared to him, everybody's short, right, so like if we start picking on him, the bigger guy will come and say, hey, why you, why you, why you, why, hey, yeah, what are you doing? They're like, say, hey, let me get this guy, let me get this guy, but a covenant guy comes in and says, hey, 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 no, you ain't fighting him, I can fight him, he's not big, but you're kind of big, I need help for him. See what I'm saying? So you're over there with God, and you're like, hey, fight me, devil. No, shut, shut, shut up. Wait, stop. Hey, devil, time out. Wait, time out. Ding, ding, time out. Time, tap out. Tap into Jesus. Jesus, you come in. You take this one. Woo! You're over there trying to fight your own battles. Don't fight your battles. The battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. It ain't your battle. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon covenant. This ain't, these ain't my thoughts. They're not your thoughts. They're God's thoughts. I got to get God in my head. How you going to come up against me? What do he tell you about your enemies? He said they're coming one way, they got to run seven ways. That's covenant, Deuteronomy 28. That's covenant talk. You guys got this thing. You're so smart. My God, you're smart. You're even getting better looking while you're sitting here. Come on, lift your hands to heaven. Say this out loud. Say, Lord, I got a covenant. I'm a covenant-keeping member. Help me see. Let me know. Let me understand everything you have for me. Let me get a revelation of this covenant and let it change my life forever. I believe your word, and I love you, Lord. Thank you for helping me. Let me see who I am and whose I am. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And everybody said, amen. Come on, clap your hands, shake your neighbor's hand. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.